All right, what's going on, everyone? Tonecast 94, we're here at the shop. It's early. It's a snowy morning here in Boise, and we are excited to have our guest, Daniel Childs, with us. Another conversation with a musician, and we're looking forward to that. And uh, I want to talk about something cool with the podcast, something that's uh, going to change a little bit. Not really like, not really a lot of change, but we're going to be simulcasting the podcast with video stuff for YouTube. So we just posted a video announcement recently about kind of that whole side of things and recapping some of the shows, but we're going to attempt to sync them together probably after the first of the year. So Marco, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm excited about the uh, simulcast and uh, everybody will get to see our beautiful radio faces and uh, see how... uh see how much coffee or whatever we drink. And I don't know, it's going to be cool just to, to add another facet to uh, to our outreach, I guess. Definitely. And yeah, we've got like our office slash demo room slash printer room, <laughs> uh, everything here at the shop. And so we've, we're, we're going to be kind of reorganizing this place and setting it up for a little bit better lighting and kind of the podcast for us to, to look at the camera and, and talk about the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so the plan would be to to simulcast every episode. We may or may not make it all the time, but mm-hmm. we're hoping to. But that also introduces a lot more editing and a lot more time in between releasing stuff. But we're still hoping to do weekly shows as best we can. Um, they may be a little bit more scattered depending on the time the time that we have to edit stuff. I mm-hmm. think that's been the challenge as we make a little bit more of a shift to YouTube videos and to uh, this podcast and and the media surrounding all of that, mm-hmm. it just takes more time. Yeah, you know where Instagram you can take a photo and walk away. Mm-hmm. But this is a little bit more. But we want we want to do this as part of kind of our new initiative, if you will. Yeah. So let's talk about really quick before we bring Daniel on. Let's talk about some stuff that we're working on this week. Um, I'll go ahead and start, I guess, with the some cool guitar projects we're. Standing, I was standing on Maple Top this week, and we've got a few guitars that we're kind of tying up. And we'll talk a little bit more, maybe in an upcoming episode, kind of the, you know, what we are doing with the guitar side of the business, and uh, we're really not promoting it as much as normal. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk, we'll talk through the dynamics of that later on um, in a future episode. But working on a little bit of guitars, carving a mahogany neck this week, and jumping back over, building some pickups and emails and all that stuff. What about you? What have you been working on? Well, the first part of my week was uh, kind of very bobbin heavy, and I think I even uh, alluded to that last show or something. And and so, but that's something that I started doing, and I really like doing the bobbins. And it's uh, we're we're working on, you know, really getting that process super streamlined and just making it super simple for anybody to get it to to my standard. And you know, because it really does impact the whole pickup and. You know, if the first part of the equation is is wonky, then the whole thing is is already kind of doomed, to, in my opinion. Um, so, a lot of bobbin stuff, but we also have some really cool stuff that we've been putting together for builders and then individual stuff. I did a really cool, like aged, um, kind of like aged bronze. I think is kind of what we ended up calling it. And uh, just in doing a lot of this custom shop cover stuff, I'm really finding a lot of cool techniques that yield some pretty fun results. So. Uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled for pictures of that stuff. And we want to start adding, you know, more visual stuff to just like, uh, you know, the few things we are going to, you know, put on Instagram and maybe stories or something. So keep your eyes peeled for that stuff. If you follow us on that and, yeah. um, 
you know, cool stuff for builders, some foil sets. I know uh, we got Josh Williams's, Josh Williams guitars. Um, their sets are uh, kind of getting pretty close too. So, you know, yeah. he always has some really cool combos with a P90 and a humbucker and I enjoy those mixed combinations. So it's been a very varied week uh, for me, but I'm yeah. not, I like, you know, just when I get to do a lot <laughs> of everything all week and we fin- I finished up an OEM earlier this this week that we had like some custom covers for. So, you know, there's different gears and then also I guess the media stuff. So, you know, it's yeah. been a nice week. <laughs> we were talking yesterday how there's never, um, there's never a clockwork day here. It's never like the same day. It's always like, oh, there's this and there's that and there's this email you got to deal with and this conversation you need to have and how it's just kind of rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Everything's moving. There's a lot of moving parts, but... The theme for us has been keep moving forward and keep uh, keep the foot on the gas and keep putting out good content. So as you guys have been sending us feedback um, on videos and podcasts and stuff, we appreciate that because that's been encouraging for us. Even got a nice note from a customer this week, and yeah, that, that was, was really 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 uplifting. And uh, we we love what we do, right? But it's nice to get some a shot in the arm every once in a while, um, and it makes it makes the the names on the sheet. And the tags with the you know the the pickups be a little bit more personal because we don't know really the the people that they're going to they just they buy through the site and and that's been cool so I do want to mention kind of a way that as as a customer you can get some help with a set of pickups that's our pickup chooser and we plug it all the time because it's really one of those things that is really valuable to us just simple form you fill out three questions not counting your name obviously <laughs> um, but talk about your gear talk about the sound that you have currently, maybe the what you're missing, what you're looking for, some bands you like. And we kind of take all those elements and give you a recommendation on a set of pickups. So as always, we'll put the link to that below. So you can click on that and fill it out, and one of us will get back to you on that. So I'm excited to jump into this interview with Daniel Childs. So let's go. All right, so we've got Daniel here, a.k.a. Yeah. Rumbling Man. So uh, go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I am a man sitting in a screen room in Florida. <laughs> in fact, my uh, my rumble room, my rumble cage, rumble room. I, uh, rumble cage. Uh, where I make my videos, has no air conditioning, <laughs> Uh, it kind of used to be, I, I, I assume at some point that this room was outdoor and added onto the house. Uh, <clears throat> but here I sit all broken hearted and, uh, I keep my guitars in here and, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know a whole lot about humidification, but, uh, they stay in pretty decent shape in this non air conditioned room. I, I don't have them warped out too bad in here. So, mm. Uh, pretty fortunate and blessed in that regard. But how are you fine men doing today? Well, it's pretty uh, pretty cold here in Boise, and uh, we got we're starting oh. to get some snow, and it's barely starting to stick. But everyone is forgetting how to drive in the snow, as is custom every year. Everyone forgets. Yeah, for I gotta reason. ask you, Daniel, being in Florida, have you ever scraped ice off your windshield in the morning? <laughs> um. No. Okay. Just just wondering. Just <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're I, at. We're in that world. Have you ever, scra- have you ever scraped a six by six window uh, off your windshield of ice so you could see just to get to work on time because your your heater is not fast enough <laughs> in your car? No. I, no. I, I 
I didn't even know people do that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it exists in places. Yeah, that's 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 sometimes our morning in the winter. So, well, when I lived in Seattle area, Ooh. like it got pretty chilly, but like the windows didn't get icy; they just got like kind of wet and damp. Yeah, but it it wasn't real snowy and icy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been to Idaho a ton, man. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've been all over Idaho. My uh, my mother in law lives in Ohio, or not Ohio, <laughs> Idaho, and uh, my best friend lives in Idaho, in Athol. Oh wow! And uh, mostly been up in the Panhandle, man. Blackfoot, Sandpoint. Yeah. I used to uh, I used to tour a bit, singing and, and playing, and uh, I was out west a lot, a lot of small towns. But uh, Idaho rocks. It does. Yes. Yeah. Well, and so uh, out in these parts, uh, touring, showing your music. So like. W- how did you, where did the music thing even come from? I know that you're like, yeah, you're sitting in your room with your guitars and, but you know, uh, how, how did you get there? How, how do you feel like you took that turn in that fork that got you there? Well, uh, to be real, my dad is a musician. Um, and he's in a, he's in a band out of Nashville called six wire. Hmm. And, uh, they're a, uh, quintet of gentlemen, I believe. And, uh, they back up a lot of other acts, but uh, he's been a musician my whole life. And, uh, so I had my dad as an influence and then my mom's dad was uh, kind of a famous gospel music singer. Oh, cool. so I had it, I had it from both sides of the family. So, I mean, I, I was kind of born just around, you know, singing and, and guitars. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I kind of grew up in it and then, uh, you know, high school, I barely passed, you know, I had to do mm-hmm. summer school after I graduated like school just sucked, you know? And, and then, you know, my parents, after that, my parents are like, get a job. And I'm like, well, how do I get a job? I just want to play music, you know? Like, and, uh, but somehow, somehow by the grace of God, uh, all these years, and, and that's been 15 or so since I graduated, uh, somehow I have made a living playing music. I I can't even believe it, man. That's, that's a beautiful thing. I think it really is. I, it really is, man. I remember emailing with you a couple years ago when I was uh, financially going through a time of like destitution. Um, when you and I were first talking about doing some reviews, I remember I remember emailing you, Brian. Please keep me in your prayers, bro. I'm really struggling. And we were, man. We were down. We were down to the wire. I, I had left a job and all this stuff, but uh, we uh, we've made kind of a comeback. So, and that's awesome. I it's think a, that that's super cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, you know, I can only say what I can say, though. I mean, you, you guys have an amazing company, just to say the least. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and you know, it comes, you know, just from out of like a mutual, like, you know, obviously we, you know, we've helped each other out. It's kind of like been a scratch in each other's back thing. And, you know, it wouldn't be possible without people like you that are kind of constantly seeking us out and, you know, just wanting some information or some help from us or something. So, you know, it all comes out of that wanting to be helpful in this industry and, you know, just kind of being guitar adjacent. It, I think it's super cool that you had a super musical background. And so the, it wasn't like a big goal of playing music. It was just kind of like, this is just what we do, you know, as, as people, I don't know. So that's, you know, for some people yeah. it's like, uh, you know, it would be super cool to, to, I don't know, be on that stage or be to, to make it or whatever, but it almost is like the goal is just the, the music playing itself and where that kind of can put you. I know if, you know, there's probably a lot of opportunities that, that, that it put you that you were like, Oh, that's, that's crazy that I can kind of trace that back to, 
to just music, you know? Man, that's really, uh, that's really an interesting point because, you know, you and I, we don't really know any different, you know, we, we kind of naturally do what we do as, as guitar players and, and musicians and creators of, of things, whether that be content or, or products or what, but it, it's interesting. I can't, I can't even imagine, uh, you know, life not being a guitar player. Yeah. I, I, What's I, that like? I'm often there at that <laughs> conclusion. I'm like, what do you know, what, what does that look like? Yeah. And so speaking of guitars, <laughs> yes, sorry, I interrupted again. No, What's no, that's wrong good. with me? We'll get to guitars later. We're, we're, we're actually like have a question for you about oh. kind, of, kind of this musician thing. I think Marco's got, got one for you kind of, um, yeah. And just kind of like now that you are kind of an established like gigging guy and you know, what, what does it kind of like look like going about and doing your gigs? I know in light of all the changes this last year and whatever, it looks a little different, but now that it's all sort of back to a, a, a normal, so to speak, what, how do you feel like you go about and, you know, book your tours or, or stuff like that? Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, and I, I'm not saying this as like some kind of <clears throat> like political statement, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the last thing I want to say, but Florida, it's kind of been normal all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were locked down for two months when the pandemic hit. And so obviously I was out of work those two months, mm-hmm. but ever since like May of 2020, um, musicians have been able to play here. Mm-hmm. And so, which has been nice. Yeah. And so you're just able to just kind of hit your normal like circuits back up or, or do you feel like you're more also the, the video thing is like more full time or are you like actively kind of pursuing like, all right, I'm going to book like two or three weekends out this month and then, you know, make content in between all of that or. Man, that's where it's at. Honestly, like, uh, like when pandemic hit, like I was like, all right, I'm going to go full-time YouTuber, uh, easier said than done, easier (laughs) said than done, man. Like seriously, like I, like I spent, I spent two or three months just making videos. But the problem is this, if you want to go full-time YouTuber, for one thing, it's not going to happen, you know, in two months. And for another thing, certain things that people are looking for in videos that you can't just snap your fingers and do overnight. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, you know, the, the biggest YouTube channels, you know, those guys have really nice cameras, really nice lighting. They're bringing you a really nice image. Like you're watching a movie. So people really want to watch those videos a little more. Well, I use my cell phone, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I use my iPhone 12. That's, you know, that's, that's my camera. So, I mean, being from a humble beginning mm-hmm. or, uh, shall I say a humble existence in terms of YouTube, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to climb, mm-hmm. uh, you know, up to the point of having a lot of subscribers. So for me, it's still a side thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you, soloists in Florida are really able to work, uh, here on the Gulf coast. So I'm, I'm a solo deal. Um, I play mm-hmm. guitar and sing. It's like covers. I'll do three or four hour sets. Um, I've got a number of venues. I, I actually keep my two identities separate, if you will, like Rumbling mm. Man and Daniel. Like I don't really, ooh, ooh they, the, I, no crossing of the streams. I don't cross the streams. Yes. I really don't. And and like some like some people like I had an old guy from Sarasota email me one day and like, what's your real name and where do you play? <laughs> and I'm like, and, and this was from the Rumbling Man account, dude. What's your real name and where do you play? And I didn't even answer him. I said, my name is Daniel and I play in Florida. And he he wanted to know more and I, I just didn't give it to him because this guy was creeping me out, man. 
You're like, nope, that's so, all you get. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. it's best to not talk to the YouTube guys too long. There's there's some great people out there, and then there's some some scary people out there. I think <laughs> trolls, dude. <laughs> yeah, trolls. And I've I've met a lot of great friends from the channel. I've met you guys. I've met a lot of the guys I talk to every day, like people I'm Facebook friends with, never met in real life. So a lot of great contacts have come have come from it. But I but I'm still a little leery that like you never know who's, who's watching you and who might get mad at something you said. And so then they want to beat you up or, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's kind of transition into a little bit of, uh, a couple, uh, pickup related topics b- being that we, we are pickup makers. Uh, we just yes. sent you, we just sent you a set of our mm-hmm. newest gold foil pickups and I'd love for you to, uh, I think you're in process of making a video for mm-hmm. them. So we will, Probably by the time this episode comes out, we will link that video because um, we are recording ahead of time. We are we're nice. in, we're in the future right now, <laughs> if you will. So, Whoa! <laughs> so uh, let's Pretty let's high-tech. spend some time talking about those gold foils. Uh, what did you put them in? What do you think of the sound of the gold foils? And kind of just give us the the couple minute version of, of what they are. I think you'll find this interesting, Brian. I Ooh. think you'll find this very. By the way, how far in the future are we? Because I want to ask my future self some questions. <laughs> we are, let's see, we're probably about two weeks in the future right now. Ooh. So, so Christmas time? Past, oh. Yeah, maybe past Christmas. Um, New Year's? Well, I can I already predict that time period. <laughs> I, I don't know the exact date, but we're in the future. Well, I hope future Brian, future Daniel, future Marco, you're all doing well. Yes. And uh, all the future viewers out there. So you'll find this interesting, guys. You'll, you're going to find this really interesting, what I put the gold foils in. Are you ready? Oh, bring it on. Sublime Chieftain Classic. Yes, Ooh. we know about them. I love me a Chieftain. Uh, oh, something I should say is um, I got this Chieftain from my guitar tech, Jeff, and he's got... Uh, so, I mean, this thing was built in 2018, but uh, I got it in a box, like sitting there like brand new. Mm. Uh, but my buddy Jeff actually has like three more of them oh, wow. sitting there pristine in the box. So if anybody out there wants one, mm. they could totally contact me and I, you know, and I'll hook them up with Jeff. But uh, it's a great 335 style guitar. Man, it's a work of art, this thing. Excellent. That's so. That would guitar. be one of the ones with the stop tail. Did you get like the red one or the like the amber the stop one? tail? It's a it's a natural finish. Yeah. Like the color. Yeah, it's a natural finish. He he also had a seafoam, but he didn't give me that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen the Chieftain Deluxe. That's the one um, that I have. I have the black one. Yeah, that's that like one. a tuxedo. Yeah, man. There's a black one. There's a white one. Um, ironically, I saw a white Chieftain Deluxe hanging on the wall at. Uh, Clearwater, Florida Guitar Center the other day mm. for six hundred bucks, and I'm thinking, man, you know, I got mine for a lot less than that. Mm. But um, so here's here's the dealio, and you'll have to you'll have to chime in on this a little bit. Um, the Sublimes, a lot of them had gatekeeper pickups, but the Chieftain Classic did not. They had mm-hmm. Sublime pickups. Mm. Am I right? Am I yes. right about that? Yeah, there was a. There was a handful of them that that usually the deluxe ones did have the gatekeepers, and then they had some right. uh, kind of a standard line pickup in the in everything else. That was kind of how it was split, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. So it was it was sublime pickups, and they didn't sound bad. I will say, my favorite humbuckers out there under two hundred bucks are easily 
the uh, the gatekeeper hot wine. They're just amazing. Mm. But uh, so, I mean, if, if you hadn't sent me these, I probably would have gotten a set of those and put them in. <laughs> that said, um, these things sound really sweet. And so the guitar, however, did not have the ability to coil tap. It was just a straight up HH kind of deal. So I said to my tech, Jeff, you know, I'm not really good with like wiring and stuff. So I said to Jeff, look, how hard would it be to make this guitar suddenly have the miraculous ability to coil tap? <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he did it. We ordered, we ordered some pots and uh, so it could coil tap. So I'm actually what shooting the review. <laughs> I know. So uh, I'm shooting the review today. So by the time this episode comes out, uh, my review of the uh, gold foils will be on YouTube, man. Beautiful. Excellent. Well, we'll make sure to put a, put a link down there as kind of a, a way for people to watch that. So if they're finding this first, that's great. They can go check out that video. If they're finding the video, maybe they find this podcast. So it's kind of a cool, cool way to connect everything. Um, I also want to talk about, so you mentioned the H plus with a hot gatekeeper set. You've also reviewed a couple other sets of ours. I think you did the custom tellies and, and maybe the vintage custom strat. Um, oh yeah. Maybe just like a couple things that you liked about those just, uh, just real quick, and then we'll kind of get back into a little bit more of our, our uh, other topics. But I'm curious what you think about. I know you did a good job kind of comparing and contrasting some things uh, in your videos. Dude, well, I I appreciate that. And, and I just want to say, you know, the the Porter pickups that I have are, are incredible, and I love them. And they will always be in these guitars. Yeah, uh, dude. And, and honestly, I'm going to say... The Strat set I reviewed and the Tele set I reviewed, I did review both those in the spring of 2020, and I will probably revisit both those sets of pickups in future videos, like like fresh review kind of thing, because they're so great. Mm, nice. And so I want to say the Tele pickups I have in my Tele, I've got a Sherwood Green American Special Tele from 2018. Goodness. And Goodness oh, me. it's my... Uh, re- remind me to mention this color again in a few minutes, but, uh, dude, I love this telly new neck someday, but love this telly and I've got the custom telly set and it, and they're amazing, dude. This guitar came with Texas specials, but I found, I found live. I used to be a worship leader, you know, and so I used to play in church a lot. And when I was playing, I found live that the Texas specials mudded out on me. They got muddy. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it. The all prestigious Fender Custom Shop, Texas Specials, money. I don't know. I don't know. Now, my <laughs> views do not necessarily re- reflect the views of Porter pickups, but I'm just going to say <laughs> these pickups are amazing, dude. The the custom telly set is the best pickup set in the world ever, <laughs> hands down, no contest. The bridge pickup is non-twangy. You can make it twangy if you want. You can dial in twangy if you really, really want to, but it's warm sounding. It kicks it's amazing. The neck pickup is not muddy. It's not dark. Like you can roll off the tone knob and get some jazz sounds. I was doing it just oh, the yeah. other day, dude, this pickup set rules. And honestly, the neck pickup, I got the, uh, the raw nickel finish and it looks so cool. Yes. Raw nickel is the best. That's what we say here in the shop. Yeah. And it <laughs> patinas so uniquely among, among yep. other things. So dude, I wish that like all the hardware on the guitar was raw nickel, but I don't even know if that exists. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm yeah, sorry. dude. That's, yes. So, oh, sorry. No, oh, no, you're you're good. I was just uh, kind of going to agree with you there, and and thank you for the mighty kind words mm-hmm. of, of you. Definitely, absolutely. So, 
to go from that to the strat pickups I have, uh, it's the, um, what are these strat pickups called, man? I want to say uh, custom vintage custom, I think is what we said. Vintage yeah. custom. Okay. Wow. So here's, here's, a, here's an interesting tidbit. Okay. So separate from the rumbling man thing is, is, is the Daniel thing. So I actually just released a record, uh, and it's like seven songs I wrote. It's on iTunes and all that mess. But anyway, I produced it myself, played all the guitars myself. And this album, it's just all your pickups everywhere. But um, honestly, there are some parts that I wanted to do some country soloing, like get a little bit of twangy country lead guitar sound. It's the Strat, man. Like it's it's that bridge pickup on the, the, that Strat set. Right? There's something about this set, man. They they really They really do some versatile things. They're not muddy. I've dealt with so many muddy strat pickups. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. They rock, dude. Like I love them. Well, and yeah, yeah. That, that's also uh, the set that I've got into my my Krosis. Yeah. So uh, we, you've got some good taste too, I think. And that's, uh, I don't <laughs> I'm know. You, they can really just let you. I mean, I like to think that they, they just don't get in the way. And anything that you're not really j- driving about any of the other pickups, or you know, like you're saying, the muddy Texas specials or whatever. It, we just we want them to not hold you back and to just kind of give you something kind of inspiring and, and just kind of be a simple but effective kind of pickup. And yeah. Amen. Amen. So, well, the great thing is you have the, you have the option of the gatekeepers too. I mean, for mm-hmm. around a hundred bucks, you know, anybody for around a hundred bucks can get a set of pickups that really have kind of a high end sound to them, but don't have the high end price point. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I've re- I think I've reviewed two sets of the gatekeeper humbuckers now. And uh, I really like both of them. I did the uh, the humbucker, the uh, versatile humbucker set, and I did the hot wine set. I got to say, my favorite is the is the hot wine set. They're just man, those rule. I like. I recommend them for any guitar. Like they're awesome. Yeah, and I I guess the facet of uh, of your channel, or I guess that features our pickups, or you know, is this this kind of review platform? I mean, you but. I'm sure it's not just reviews. Like, so what would you say like your video style is? I mean, do you feel like you're just kind of a review guy or do you feel like you're this guitar entrepreneur guy that's, you know, there's people that, you know, are just, you know, hitting record and talking about their day. You know I mean? We're doing something with music that is like so core to our, you know, so primal with us, with humans. I think the, the rhythm of it at least. So what, what it's like your style, you think? Music is my day. So yeah, if I talk about my day, I'm just talking about music, honestly. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think at this point, Brian, you know, my channel started some eight years ago, um, and I was talking mostly about bass back then. <laughs> but it kind of morphed into guitar and bass, and now it's kind of morphed into mostly guitar content with about twenty percent bass content. Mm-hmm. And I I think it's gear related. Um, there's kind of the, I think the videos kind of have an attitude of, you know, a, a kind of a two-faced attitude because, <laughs> because on one, on one hand, everybody knows what, what my beliefs are. Everybody knows that, um, uh, that I'm, you know, uh, Christian and I do some worship content and, and things like that. So there's, there's a partiality of that to it, but also I work in the secular music world. And it, when you work in the secular music world, you kind of develop a secular music mindset and so there's there's kind of a a mentality of all right hey and if you want to come against what i'm saying if you want to get in the comments and argue with me it's on man you know yeah i'm not somebody you're going to push around in your in your youtube comments <laughs> yeah and, and you know? 
And so, yeah, kind of like sticking to your guns and, but, you know, just being kind of yourself. And I think that is also something that the viewers are kind of like looking for is somebody that is not kind of trying to be too fake these days. I know that that's something that, you know, is like a big thing and is a good thing about music is that you, I mean, we'll all play the same guitar, but we're all going to play it differently and it's going to come out differently. But I mean, what do you think makes a good video of, of gear? I mean, just sitting there rattling on about it or... I mean, some people just play and some people don't talk and some people you don't even see their faces. I know there's like a guy who just does, you know, he just twiddles the knobs and that's like his thing and that's cool, you know. But what to you makes a good gear video? For me personally, as a producer, um, what I try to do is, you know, for my videos, I want them to be known for being, uh, you know, good quality audio. Mm -hmm. um, I try to make sure it's it's good audio that, uh, the way that I demo products, I try to do it in a relevant way. I, you know, I try to mention if it's a guitar, I try to mention the things about the guitar that I would personally want to know because mm -hmm. there's so much irrelevant uh, information out there. Nobody ever mentions to me the most important thing about a guitar. Nobody ever mentions it, and that's the neck finish mm -hmm. and and how the neck feels because I've got to play this thing all night. Yeah. So I try to mention things like that, and then uh, I I try to you know it's not. I don't have some fancy camera, so the footage looks, you know, all right. It's my iPhone 12, but it, it's more like I try to be all about really good audio quality. And and most of the videos I make are working with companies like yourself. Now, some people want to complain about that and say, oh, he's a sellout. He works with companies. Well, for one thing, I disclose that I work with companies. Mm -hmm. uh, for another thing, it's like, uh, look, if you don't have if you don't have base money, all right, there's guys out there with base money. If, if you don't have base money to be buying products every other day, then working with companies is a really good ticket to be able to have things to review. And mm -hmm. so I, I do that. And so I've got a lot of things that I've been doing. And honestly, one thing I've been doing is uh, I've been reviewing some ultra affordable pedals, like on the ultra affordable end, I'm talking $40 and below. Mm -hmm. Um, and with doing that, you know, I'll have, I'll have people reach out to me. You want to review these pedals and I'll say, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, but the thing is the, the ultimate thing is I don't want to betray my viewers. So when I review these pedals, if I think the pedal sucks, I don't care if I got it for free, man. If I think the pedal sucks, I'm going to say that I think the pedal sucks. Mm -hmm. I might not use those exact words, but so I, so to sum it all up, you know, there's, there's, there's some content, you know, working with companies like yourselves, there's some content that's more of like a gear vlog, uh, but ultimately the goals are honesty. Uh, the goals are, you know, high quality audio. And ultimately I want to work with companies to help them find the customers that are right for them. And I want to work with gear consumers to find the products that are right for them. So if I can connect people, then, you know, I feel like I did my job. That's cool. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's nice that you can go and get on YouTube and find people that are reviewing in a style that you appreciate or that you like. And it's not, you know, I do actually appreciate some of the, the underproduced videos. I like watching stuff like the JHS show or Anderton's or things like that. Oh, but, yeah. I, but I like, I also just like some of the videos where the guy, you know, sets his phone up on a, up against a bookshelf mm -hmm. and, and just plays an amp that I'm interested in or plays a guitar that I'm interested in. And it's just, because in, in in a real situation, if you go to your buddy's house and you're checking out something that he just bought, 
you're not you're not seeing this like produced content. Mm-hmm. It's just like this is what it is, and it's kind of real and it's kind of raw. And I, I do I do like that every once in a while. Um, you know, I do too. And honestly, my like my wife watches a lot of uh, a lot of videos about makeup and stuff, and it's usually some girl who got a lot of viewers just by you know pointing the phone at herself and, and talking. Mm-hmm. And so there's an extent of that realness and relatability to someone like that. You know, like one gear channel I really like.